learning Daf Chafeim and Beis. So at the bottom of Amin Aleph, we have the Shaila, the Asher of Sheishes, Avar Vikiblo Marush and Yechena Lagataba. Right, the Mishnah said that after the Zaman of the Gites and the Badim, so you're not allowed to be Makabel Truma from an Amaretz because only at the time of the Gites and the Badim, only at the time of the pressing of the olives and the grapes, can you consider it to be Tahar. Afterwards, it's no longer Tahar. So you're supposed to wait until the next season. So the Asher Sheish says, what if the Chaver receives, he takes the uh, the Yayin or the Shemin from the Amaretz. He shouldn't have, but he took it anyway. So he can't treat it like it's Tahar, it's Tame. But the question is, what's the Din? Could he keep it by him and wait for the next season? And then, since it's his man of the Gitas Viabadim, you could then consider it to be Tahar. Or do we say, no, since he was Meqabalit, at the wrong time, so it's considered Tameh, and it won't become Tahar at the time of the Gitas and the Badim. In order for it to become Tahar again at the time of the Gitas and the Badim, it might have to be by the Amarts. So Amar Luzer, Sheshesh told him to Nisua, it's Batsim a Mishnah. The Mishnah says in Demai, Chavar Vamo'aretz, Shiyarshu Asaviyam Amarts. You have a Chavra and an Amarts, who Yarshin, who inherited their father, who was an Amarts. An Amarts had two children, one of them became a Tamachacham, and he died. So his two sons are Yarishem. Now, some of the things he, leave, oh, he left over are Mukhshala Kabutoma, and therefore, since he's Namaritz, we assume that they're Tame. Other things are not Mukhshala Kabutoma, and therefore, they're certainly Tar. The Chavar wants to get all the things that are Tahar, and he wants the Amaritz to end up with the stuff that, uh, that anyway, is considered Tame. So the Lach is, the Chavar can tell the Amaritz, his brother, you take the chit and the wheat that's in such and such a place, that's Muksha the Kabotuma, Vani and I will take the chit that we're not Muksha the Kabotuma. Or you can say, you take the yain over there, that's Tame, Vani, yain I'll take the yain and that's Tar. But he's not allowed to tell him, you take everything liquidy, in other words, everything that could have become Tame and doesn't require Heksher, and I'll take the dry things that are not Mokshele Kabotuma, or you take all the wheat that's Mokshele Kabotuma, and I'll take all the barley that's not Mokshele Kabotuma. Now, what's the difference? So Rashi explains in the first case, when they're splitting it up, you take some of the Chitim and I'll take other Chitim, you take some of the Yain, I'll take other Yain. So then there's something called Brera, right? When the brothers divide Yerusha like that, so we say Brera. We say that it was Hover Lema it was, Hover literally means it was chosen, it was decided, it was determined retroactively that whatever Chitim the one brother took were the Chitim that he inherited from his father, and whatever Chitim he took were the Chitim that he inherited. Whatever Yain his brother took is what he inherited, whatever Yain he took is what he inherited. In other words, we say that there's no division going on. Ruvain and Shimon, if they were the names of their brothers, Ruvain got, when he takes his half of Yain, his half of Chitim, that's the Yain and Chitim that he inherited from his father. So no one is giving anybody anything. Everyone is getting what they're getting directly from the father. Whereas if we're talking about two different things, Lach and Yavesh, or Chitim and Tzayim, and one brother says, you take all the Lach, I'll take all the Yavesh, you take all the Chitim, I'll take all the Tzayim. So then we can't say that that's what happened initially that each one yarshined that? Because, no, every brother yarshins 50% of everything. Everyone has a chalik in the lach, everyone has a chalik in the yavish, everyone has a chalik in the chitim, everyone has a chalik in the sarim. So if you're giving him all the chitim in exchange for all the sarim, you're giving him all of the dry in exchange for all of the wet, in exchange for all of the dry, that means that you're giving him your wet stuff. 
you're giving him your chitim, and if that's tummy, you're giving him stuff that's tummy. Rashi says that's lifni ever. You can't give an amari something that's tummy, even if he's not makbid, but you can't give him something that's going to be machshla. So that's what it says over there in the Mishnah. But Tani Lena, the Bryce that says about that Mishnah, also chaver. So now what does the chaver do? So in the safe of the Mishnah, so the chaver is going to have to take 50% of the stuff that's tummy. So what does he do? Sarif alach. So he burns the lach. In other words, the lach that's tummy, let's say it's oil and it's tummy. So he'll have to burn it. He can use it for fuel, let's say. When he has whatever is dry, he can keep around. In other words, what's dry, so that's tar. So that he can keep what's wet, we assume it's tummy. And therefore, he can't use it ever. So am I. But if the answer to the Shiloh was that when you get something betuma, you can wait until the time that it's considered tahar, and then you can treat it like it's tar. So here too, So let's hold on to the oil, hold on to the wine, whatever the lach you got was, and wait for the next season, the time of the pressing, and then we said it'll be tar. So apparently, it must be that no, that once you took it, once you got it at the wrong time, it's tummy, and it's not going to change. It only changes if it stays by Yamaritz and he only gives it over to you at the time of the God. But if the Chavar has it already, so then it's not going to go back to being Tar. The Gemara says, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe we're talking with Davar Shainlo God. Maybe we're talking about something that doesn't have a God. Meaning, maybe we're not talking about Yayin and Shemin. Maybe we're talking about some other liquid. There's no time when you, uh, when you press it. Rashi says, for example, uh, date beer. So it's truma and it's date beer, and it just means, you know, it's tame, and there's no zman of the gat of of, of, uh, of tamarim. They didn't make a zman like that, so it's never going to be tar. So it's never going to be tar. So then, uh, so it's nothing to wait for. But in fact, the Gemara still, still wait for the regal. If the lacha would be, that if there was a gat, you could wait for a gat. So there's still an etza. Wait for the regal. Yanichan the regal. Because the Allah is, we'll see later, that Bashasa regal, call Yisrael Chaverim. Everyone is considered to be a Chaver, and everything is tar. So just like the Mishnah says, you can take wine, juma, you know, wine and oil from Amiyaretz at the Zvan of the Gita Zvabadim. You can also take things from Amiyaretz at the Zvan regal. So here too, if it would work to wait until the Zvan of the Gat Zvabadim, so here it should work to wait until the regal. So when says, no, it could be Bidar Shayn Mishtam the regal. It could be we're talking about something, it's Pasha not going to last until the regal. It doesn't have a Zmanagidas Vabadim. It's not going to last until the regal, that's why you have to burn it. But it could very well be that if there'll be something that you could wait until the regal, you can wait. So the Gemara leaves it. It's a Nibaya, the Layishita is not really a Maskana. Tell them about it. It's It says in the Mishnah in Psachim, Mighty Meshama Yubaisil Shabaitkim Laise Pesach, Vein Baikim Laikhe Chuma. Beishamai and Beisil both agree that we could be Baidik for people that are going to do a carbon Pesach. But you're not baidik for people that are going to eat truma. What, is, what are we talking about here? We're talking about a base of pras. A base of pras is a field that had a kever, and they plowed over, somehow they accidentally plowed over the kever. So what happens to the grave when you plow it over? What happens to the bones in the grave? They get ground up, and they get scattered around. So we're machmir, midrabanan, to assume that there might be pieces that are bigger than a saira, the size of a barley, and they're metamic at least when you touch them or when you carry them. And therefore, to walk through that field is a problem. If you walk through the field, we're afraid you might touch or move some uh, bones and sides of a sire. Nonetheless, when it comes to carbon Pesach, a person has to bring carbon Pesach. If he doesn't go through this path, through this base of brass, he's not going to be able to get there to bring carbon Pesach. 
So what he does is he could be baidek. He could check carefully to avoid stepping on any or carrying any um, any bones, and he can go and bring his carbon pesach. But you can't be baidek to eat shuma if all you're doing is going to eat shuma. So don't go this way, and if there's no way to get there, so you wait. You don't have to go through this field to chuma, and if you go through the field, you're going to be tummy. So my biking. So first of all, what does it mean you're biting? How are you biting exactly? He says, A person can blow. He can fan the base of pras and he can go. In other words, he can wave, make wind in front of him, and when the wind blows, so either it'll blow away the grass and he'll be able to see whether there are bones there, or it'll blow away the bones. And thereby, he could be careful not to touch, not to carry any bones, and he can go through, and he'll be tar for carbon pesach. If the base of pras was trodden upon, in other words, a lot of people walked through, then it's tar. We assume that they broke apart or, or got rid of any small bones that might have been around. And if you're, your baidik means, you check to find out if it was nidash to the extent that we would consider it tar. So now that we do, lo'ayse pesach. But not for truma. What's the difference? Lo'ayse pesach, because for people that need to do and need to bring the carbon pesach, lo'ayam midu divrayam, b'makam karetz. They weren't maimid divrayam, b'makam karetz. Meaning they were a matir to go through such a field, ayyadei bedika, even though otherwise they would have said that when you go through such a field, even when you're careful, you're tamay. Here, they said, no, you can go through and you'll be tar, because they didn't hold up their words, their chumrah, the makam karis, where you stand to be over in the If you don't mean the carbon pesach, you're going to be over karis. So to prevent you from being over karis, they allowed you to go through and be careful and be tar. Likely chuma, but for people that want to just go ahead and eat chuma, no, when you need chuma, they were mamid yivayim, the makamisa, because you're going to come to a situation where you might be chayv misa, meaning if you do become tamay, and then you eat chuma batuma, you might be chayiv misa. So you're mamid yivayim. So, the one is a shayla though. What would be if barak le pischay? A person checks himself to eat carbon pesach. In other words, he had to go through this base of pras and he went through carefully in order to eat to bring the carbon pesach. Mao sheicha betrumaso. So what's the din? Can he eat truma? Do we say that once he went through and he was matahir himself and we were saymichanet for carbon pesach, so we can be saymichanet for truma as well or not? So Ula Amar Ula says, Yeah, barak le pischay mutadacha betrumaso. If he's wetting himself for the carbon pesach, so since he's tar chabi carbon pesach. He's also allowed to eat chuma. Rabba Barula, or some say it's Rabba Barhuna Amar, he says, no, if he checked himself for carbon pesach, he's tired for carbon pesach, but he's not allowed to eat chuma. For chuma, we're not saying In other words, for the carbon pesach, where you have to be able to eat the carbon pesach, or to be of the carbon pesach, so you shouldn't be high of kareis, so they were meiko. But for the chuma, you don't have to be tahar, you don't have to eat the chuma, it's not a big deal if you don't eat the chuma, so there, we don't have to be meiko, so we're machmer. Usually that's Eliyahu Navi. So he said to Rabbi Barula, Don't argue on Ula. The Tanakh was because the Mishnah is Betsem, a riot Ula. The Mishnah says, We said in the Mishnah that the Amiyarits are not Naman for Truma, but if a person says that I separated into this barrel or a Vias of wine or a Shaman for Kaidish, for the base of Migdash, and we said that he's Naman, the Gabe Kaidish, so then he's Naman. Meaning, since he's Naman, for the Kaidish, he's also Naman for Chuma. Alma, you see that Mehamin, Mida Mehamin and Hakdish, since we're going to believe him anyway for Hakdish. A Kaidish, Mehamin, Nami, Hachuma, you believe him also for Chuma. Sachanami is here too, it's the same as Vara. Mida Mehamin, Hapesach, if we're going to believe him that he's Tar. The Gabe bringing carbon Pesach, Mehamin, Nami, Hachuma is also going to be believed 
to basic and Shuma. Then we said in the Mishnah, Kadiyayin and Kadishemen, if you have barrels of wine and barrels of oil that have inside of them something meduma, there's something mixed in there. Now it's not so clear what's mixed in there. The Gemara assumes now that it means that there's truma mixed in there. So we trust people with shasagitais. Let it start. So Gemara brings a little bit of an obscure brace. The brace says Tana, We don't believe the Amaretz to say that it's tar. Not the barrels, the kankanim, the jugs, not the chuma itself. Now, kankanim demai, which kankanim are we talking about? Meaning, the kankanim have what inside of them? He kankanim the kaidish. He's talking about barrels that have kaidish inside, so it doesn't make sense to say that they're not believed about the barrels of kaidish. What? They're believed that the yain and the shemin inside the barrels is tar, but not the barrels, not the jugs themselves. No, since he's Mehman to say that the Kaidish inside is tar, he's also Mehman to say that the jugs themselves are tar. And, uh, and Rashi explains because it would be like a Bizayan to say that you're taking wine for Karbanos and oil for Karbanos and the barrel that you took from his tummy, so that can't be. Ella can kind of the Chuma. So Ella is talking about the barrels of Chuma, meaning when it's not the man of the Gitas and the so the Chuma is tummy, so then the barrels is also tummy. So that's also Pshita. Hashta Chuma right now he's not even believed on the Chuma. So I can kind of have he's gonna be believed about the barrels. We have more of an interest in trusting him for the Chuma. Why would we trust him on the barrels? Ella It's gotta be that we're talking about empty barrels that were used for Kaidish and they are going to again be used for Kaidish. It's during the year. In other words, Kaidish Batsem, we said the Yain and the Shemin all year long. Is tar, but that's only the yain and the shemen, and when it's in the barrel, so the yain and the shemen and the barrel that it's in. But after we empty out the yain and the shemen from the barrel from the jug, and now we're just waiting for the next season to fill it up with yain and shemen again for kodesh. So then already they didn't trust the amaret that he's going to keep the barrels with tahara. As long as the yain and shemen is, in is inside, they trusted him all year long. As soon as he takes the yain and the shemen out, they no longer trust him to keep the kankanim tar. We assume that the kankanim. Artami. So that's about the Kankanim. Uvimalei in the Chuma Ubishasagitis. And then when it says in the Bryce that they're not Naman on Chuma, it means they're not Naman on full barrels, full jugs of Chuma, meaning you're not Naman on the jugs themselves that are full of Chuma, Ubishasagitis, even Bishasagitis, meaning even at the time of the Gitais and the Badim, we're going to be Matahir, the Yain and the Shemin of Chuma, but we're going to be Matame, the Kankan, the jug that they came from. So by Hektish, we would never do that. By Hektish, it is a migu. If we're metire, the ayin and the shem, we have to metire the jag. But by Chuma, they were machmer. Tanan, so not the more asks, it says in the Mishnah, Kadi ayin, Vikadi shem, and medumais, you have jugs, barrels of wine and of oil that are medumais. What does medumais mean? My love, medumais means medumais, the Chuma, there's Chuma mixed in there. There's Chuma in there. You didn't separate the Chuma yet. And what does the Mishnah say? The Mishnah says, Kadi ayin, Vikadi shem, Right, It's talking about the jugs. It's talking about the jugs that have inside Yain and Shemin. It seems like the Mishnah is saying that the jugs themselves are tar. So Amir Devei Rabbi no. If there'd be Chuma inside only, so the Chuma would be tar, but not the jugs. What does it mean, Medumaos? It means Medumaos, the Kodesh. There's Kodesh mixed in there. Now, is there such a thing as Hektish mixed in? Meaning, if you're talking about Tevel, you haven't separated the Chuma and the Meiser, Right? Or you're talking about a that has truma that's mixed in, so you can say it's medumos. There's truma mixed in. 
But what's Shaykh by Kodesh that you have Kodesh mixed in? What's Medumos? So what's the problem? We're talking about somebody who had Tevel, and he was careful that the Tevel should be Tahar. Why? Because he wants to separate, obviously, Truma, and he also then wants to use the wine or the oil for Nesachim. So since there's Truma mixed in, it's called Medumos, and since he wants to use it for Nesachim, that's why it's Tahar. But in Echanam, if it will be only for Truma, so the Kadim, the Kankanim, the jugs themselves would be time. Then we said that it's tar even kaidum the gita should remember even seventy days before this man of the gita is already at star. Apparently, you start to be matar thing seventy days before. So I'm Rabbi Shmuel. I'm here to learn dinahu. The halacha is the love of It's incumbent upon the aris, the sharecropper, to be toreach to trouble himself a gulvi to get barrels and to be matar the barrels shivim yomin mikami matarta seventy days before you uh, press the olives or the grapes. In other words, somebody's working for you in your olive field, in your grape field. Already 70 days before, that's when he needs to begin preparing the uh, the barrels. That's why in the Mishnah we assume that already from that time, they're considered tar. That's the Mishnah, from the place called Maidim, which is 15 mil outside of Yerushalayim, from that place and in, Nemanim, people, even on all of the Klecheres, to say that they are tar. But from Maidim and outside, a Nemanim. They're not believed to say that it's tar. So we see Rashi explains that in Yerushalayim and in the area around Yerushalayim, they didn't allow furnaces to burn to make clay charas because of the smoke. So they were especially mako to allow it to allow people in Yerushalayim to get clay charas. They're mako in the tahara of clay charas. Now the Mishnah doesn't discuss what's about Inmodim itself. It says Minimodim Vilafnim is Tahar, Minimodim Vilachut is Tame. And the Mishnah says, Kate, how exactly does this work? You have a Kader, and he's selling Kaderis. So if he will be outside of Hamudim, so everything will be Tameh. You assume that they're all Tameh. But Nichnas, if Nimin Amidim, he comes inside Hamudim, even though he came from outside, who a Kader, it's the same part that came from the outside. It's the same parts, the same Kaderis that he brought from outside. The same people that saw him, that were there outside, and they came with him back inside. Neman. So he's Neman. Now that he's inside, they say that it's Tamil Yatza, but if it goes out, they go outside Hamadiyam with the pots, and on Naman, he's no longer Naman.